This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to a special commitment episode of the Cast, and it's a big one. As Scott Satterfield and his staff add another through the transfer portal to their 2022 roster. Jermaine Lolay making the decision to leave Arizona State. The big interior defensive lineman is bringing his ability NFL-type talent uh, to the Cardinals, certainly a place of impact for the Cardinals this year. I'm Cardinal Authority senior writer Michael McCammon, joined by publisher Jody Demling. And Jody, Jermaine Lolay is a difference-maker-type guy on the, for the defensive front and the defense overall. Oh, he is no doubt one of – well, I mean, no, there's no question he is the best transfer portal guy that Louisville has gotten during this transfer portal era. And we're talking about they've got some good ones in this one, Michael, but he is a big-time, game-changing type of guy. I mean, just think about it. He already has a fourth-round draft grade for next year without ever playing a game at Louisville and not having played last year. So that just tells you how good he was and how good the potential he is. Um, He's listed at 6'2", 305, but I can tell you, um, that he's more than 305 right now. I'd say closer to 312, 315-ish. Um, but when you look at him on film, I, I swear, Michael, I, I'm, I keep saying I'm not going to compare him to Sheldon Rankins. But if you look at him on film, and, and from what I understand from him, that was a big sell for Louisville. They actually got Sheldon Rankins on the phone, uh, or you know, Sheldon talked to him on the phone, um, and, and they put the, the two clips side by side and Michael, I'm telling you, like what he does is kind of similar. Now they do it in different ways and they're different builds in that, but he's got that same motion that, that same, uh, dominant looking ability, um, that, that Sheldon did when he was here at Louisville. And that excites me because I was a huge and still am a big Sheldon Rankins fan. Uh, in any time you can have a dude like that, you're going to be better off. Yeah, that's an absolutely huge uh, commitment or a compliment, I should say, uh, and a commitment uh, as well, really. That's what we're talking about. Uh, But just to, I guess, kind of give people an idea where he stacks up, where he ranks. It's always fun to to follow the rankings and things like that. He's the number two, well, was the number two rated uncommitted prospect. He now jumps into the committed uh, portion of that that group. But overall, number three guy in the transfer portal portal rankings, uh, for the NCAA this year. So a guy that's really obviously a top 50 type prospect out of the portal um, and a guy that can uh, make an impact. Jody, as you were talking, comparing him, you know, saying, hey, he can do things that Sheldon Rankins was, was doing at Louisville. And when you do watch, watch this, uh, when you watch Jermaine on tape, it's more than just a big body, as you were describing. I mean, this is an athletic guy that, uh, you know, not just clogs things up, but is able to overpower people and make some big time plays. Um, and that has certainly been an area that Louisville has struggled um, over the number of uh, for a number of years. I mean, it's tough to get difference makers consistently uh, for a number of schools. Uh, somebody like a Jermaine Lole uh, for the middle, but uh, he's certainly a guy like a Sheldon Rankins, 
Louisville certainly had their fair share of some quality ones. Sheldon has won there uh, as well. And Jermaine Lolay, you know, obviously he has two years of eligibility left, Jody, but, you know, we've discussed and he's already projected, you know, in the top four rounds. He's a guy you're probably going to want to fall in love with with one year and then get ready to see him on Sundays. Be happy that you have him for one year is the yeah. is what I would say, Michael. And, and look, and, and what he does, so so we, we talk a lot about the defensive line and people talk a lot about getting bigger and getting big guys. They don't grow on trees. It's kind of like in women's, in women's college basketball with tall players. Well, it, the ones that can do this at a high level that, that are big enough and fast enough, strong enough, and all that kind of good stuff in, in football – and, and can move like he can, you, you're, you're very rare. And, and those guys tend to go to, you know, three or four schools, and you know what schools those guys are out there. But what he does also, Michael, is there was a good competition going there, a, a real good competition going at that spot. But what I think what he does is he makes those guys, uh, those guys better, you know, at, up Absolutely. front. You know, he, he makes – uh, you know, I mean, Yaya Diaby and Ashton Gelati are, are guys that are not going to be competing time for him, although he's versatile enough that he can play any of the spots up front. But he makes a guy, you know, when you really think about it, Caleb Banks has made a huge jump from last year. Caleb Banks was a guy that I think was going to run, you know, that will be running with second team. Jared Dawson, another guy, Desmond Tell, those three guys. He makes them better because – they're not going to have to play a ton of snaps this year, or they're not going to be forced into playing a lot of snaps this year. He's going to get the bulk of the snaps, but when he's not out there, and those guys are going to be fresh. Those guys are going to be better, and they're going to get another year of, of, of preparing. And by the time they get to the following year, and they have one of those guys has to be forced into it, I mean, Caleb Banks could be, end up being a beast, and he could end up being that guy. It's gonna it's gonna take a little pressure off of those guys that they don't have to be the ones to perform at the highest level this year. I'm excited to see what he can do. I'm excited to see um, what the uh, well, you know uh, he's healthy. He's 100% healthy from when he got injured his tricep injury from last year. Um, I, I just think he is a big time addition and an addition that this that this staff uh, they they need. They needed him uh, right now in this in this spot uh, for this defense coming up next year. And uh, again, good kid, uh, great family, um, a big family. Can't remember four or five. I think it's five brothers and sisters. Um, they were all on the visit. The entire family on the visit with him, um, and they came out and checked it out. And uh, from what he told me, he was sold right away um, that this is the place that he needed to be in. Uh, and again, it's, it's fun to see um, a guy like this who can come in and, uh, and play right away because this is what, um, you know, when you talk about transfer portal and all that kind of good stuff, you love to see these. This is the one, this is one that I think is a big time difference maker. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, originally out of Long Beach, California, went to Long Beach Poly. Uh, so more of that Cali to the Ville. Uh, Hold on. <laughs> California coming to Louisville? We, we haven't heard that before, have yeah, we? Who would have thought so? But, but you know, it's a continuing thing. When he initially uh, committed to Arizona State as part of the 2018 uh, recruiting class, he was a four-star uh, defensive end, uh, 6'2", 270 coming out of high school. So 
seriously bulked up, made the move from the outside to inside, and has immediately became a difference maker for the Sun Devils. And now will be leaned on to do that exact uh, thing for Scott Satterfield and his defense uh, next year. And Jody, we were talking before, you know, in a recent podcast um, about how they've strengthened the defense through the portal already, as well as your traditional recruiting, but especially in the portal for that secondary and how that's going to make an impact. And, you know, we were both saying, you know, they're, they're trending in the right way defensively to where they can maybe, you know, change those close losses into close wins. Well, when you add your main low lay to what they've already been doing, now you've got somebody in the front end that can make a difference joined by, you know, what I think are some really impressive transfer grabs for that secondary, not to mention Momo in the middle. Um, you've built a, a, you know, the, on paper, a defense that could, you know, help you win some ball games this year. Yeah, I, yeah, that's that's the thing. What I, I want to go back, you, 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 we'll go back to that in a second. I do want to point one one thing out here, Michael. You were talking about, you were talking about Jermaine Lole's production, and uh, and and what he did, and you you were also talking about he came in as a defensive end. Well, he put that weight on fairly quickly. How yeah. about this? How, there's a couple stats that I was like blown away by. First of all, 14 QB pressures as a freshman. Okay, 14 as a freshman. He was fifth among all freshmen uh, that year. He had the highest positive run impact among freshmen in the Pac-12, 15.6%. Was the fifth highest graded freshman in the Pac-12 in run defense. So he he did this at an early age and just kept getting better and better and better. He scored at 82% on running plays, which was 39th among defenders nationally as a sophomore. Okay. And then as a junior, he won his matchup in pass rushing 15% of the time, which is unheard of. It was fourth in the league among all league players was third on the team with 17 tackles, and uh, uh, despite being, you know, an interior lineman, that was in the shortened season in 2020. Uh, so this guy has gotten better and improved those numbers, and oh my gosh, like you're talking about, you know, best interior defender for college football in 2021 was projected, he was projected, in the interior guys, he was projected number two last year going into it before he got hurt. So you're getting a guy who is an impact difference maker at that at his position. Now, yes, the transfer portal has been really nice to Louisville. Quincy Rowley, Nicario Harper, Jarvis Brownlee Jr., Jalen Alexander, Jaden Williams, and MJ Griffin, guys in the secondary. Momo Sanago, guy in the linebacker. And then, of course, the offensive guys, Tyler Hudson, D. Wiggins, and Tyon Evans. Those are guys that, that are going to help and be big additions. But defensively, you needed them, you had to have them, and they went out and got them. And this, this staff has to be commended for taking, um, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people love the transfer portal. You know what I mean? I think there's yep. a lot of people out there that, like, look at it like uh, almost like a burden at times. Um, but I'm telling you, this staff has done a bang-up job with the transfer portal this year. And, uh, and again, it's, it's, it's going to show, it's going to pay off in wins and losses, I think, on the field. Yeah, it, it's certainly impacting the game. And, you know, Louisville lost some, you know, some key pieces out of their team last year. But I think it, when you look at how they've done overall, now that uh, Jermaine Lolay is now the, the 11th edition for this staff uh, through the portal this year and, and the potential impact, you mentioned, you mentioned all of them, whether they be on offense or defense, I mean, there's some potential big-time players 
in that list. And if you can get some of those guys to play to the level that you that you're hoping for, then they've done extremely well in in the uh, transfer portal. That's going to be reflected once the the final numbers as they continue to be tallied on two four seven Sports transfer portal rankings. Uh, but but Louisville has certainly done well uh, restocking their roster in 2022. And now Jody, it's a matter of let's, let's get the new kids on campus. That's that's coming up as well. Now let's get the fall camp and let's kick it off and see if paper becomes reality. Yep. One last thing before we let you go on this one, a special edition of the Cards Cast on a commitment edition, Jermaine Lolay, the new edition. Um, Michael, Jermaine Lolay's edition puts Louisville at 84 scholarships. So there's one spot left. And I know a lot of talk about the, the getting rid of the 85 and doing all that kind of stuff, but you got to go right now with what they've got. There's 84 scholarship players left on the roster. There's one spot left open. Um, will they fill that spot with a walk-on? Could Jalen Carter's a guy that I know they really wanted to put on uh, scholarship? A couple other guys uh, that are on, that are walk-ons, you know, that, that played a lot, Francis Sherman, Josh Lifson, guys like that who, who you want to reward at some point. But I know they've also been kind of messing around in the portal trying to see if they could get in with a couple wide receivers. Matt Landers, a kid – from Toledo and Georgia just committed to Arkansas. They were kind of in, they were trying in with him, a couple other ones that they haven't really had been successful. Now, if Devon Mortimer and Braden Smith are both on your roster, maybe you don't need a wide receiver as much as you did uh, a month ago, like when we didn't, you didn't know that. So my gut feeling is that they will keep it at 84 for right now, try to see if they can find someone. They've got a couple months left. If somebody pops and it's it, if not, they could always give it to somebody who is on a uh, uh, who's somebody who's on a walk-on spot right now and reward them for a year and then get that you know get that scholarship back. One name I do want to watch though, um, I don't think he'll come in as a as a, uh, as a scholarship guy right away, but keep an eye out for Cole Hussein. Remember him? He was a kicker from Floyd Central and went to Michigan, um, and uh, he right. went in the tra- he went in the transfer portal. Uh, back in January, when uh, when Michigan's kicker Jake Moody decided to come back, so Cole Hussein has not. He's got four years of eligibility left wherever he goes. He's not done anything yet. I know he's been looking around. It's a name to continue to watch and and and, and keep an eye on for Louisville. Yeah, I'm curious to see what will happen with that uh, that final scholarship spot. And you brought up the the Braden Smith and, and, and the Mortimer news. You mentioned it on the on the Cardinal Authority Insider Board. Uh, a few hours ago, and certainly if you can have those two uh, in the fold, that strengthens your wide receiver room there uh, significantly if they're both healthy and able to play. Um, you know, so we'll be interesting to see what will happen with that with that number 85. Yep, it will be, but uh, it's, uh, as always, we'll keep you posted at cardinalauthority.com and uh, keep clicking. This has been a commitment edition uh, here at cardinalauthority.com. Jermaine Lolay in the fold, defensive tackle from Arizona State, is now a Louisville Cardinal, a big addition to the defensive line.